This reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! Stay kick yeah. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, mm. all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions, and I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 60. I'm Brian. I, uh, wait, I'm Spencer. It is July the 15th. Wait, real quick. Yeah. So, we've kind of moved to doing one episode a week, because we're lazy. That's really the only reason. But this will be soon. No, but listen. Oh. We've done 60 episodes. So, if we were to have only done one episode a week... We would have done more than a year's worth of episodes. Right. We're way ahead of the mark. Yes. So if you're starting to listen now and working your way back, you've got 60 weeks worth. Exactly. Or 60 days. A year's Depends worth. Depends on how obsessed you get. Uh, this day in history, July 15th, in 1799, the Rosetta Stone is found. Are you familiar with the Rosetta Stone? Uh, Not I'm, the software. I'm familiar with <laughs> language software. I didn't know there was a yes. magic Rosetta well, Stone. Well, there's a reason that the Rosetta Stone... Software is called Rosetta Stone. Mm. Uh, it was this rock, this boulder, basically, that they found that was inscribed with three versions of a decree issued at Memphis, Egypt in 196 BC. Now, these three versions were written in three dialects, basically. Mm-hmm. The top and middle, they're so it's like stacked on top of each other, one one version, next version, next version, right? Mm-hmm. The top and middle are in ancient Egyptian, using hieroglyphic and demotic scripts, while the bottom is ancient Greek. So then scholars were able to compare the two, and now we can read ancient Egyptian. Wow. Isn't that weird? That's crazy. Yeah. I had no idea. It's like the... Who would have thought? Like, I'm going to write this decree in three languages. Well, it's really <laughs> two. And then... I mean, 1800, what, 18 centuries later, 17 centuries later, it's like, hey, hey, we can now read ancient Egyptian that we couldn't read before. We can understand hieroglyphics. I know. I know. Um, in other news, uh, I don't know if you heard this week, but... Uh, this storm will kill you. Yeah. It will kill your children. <laughs> it will kill your pets. That time of year. Yeah, it's, it's that time. Chef, chef's yeah. back on the air again. Down in... Uh, Hurricane, Hurricane Barry. Louisiana? Hurricane Barry, yeah. In New uh, Orleans. Yeah, just outside of New Orleans. Um, I watched a fun video. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you knew this. Do you remember Katrina, how it obliterated New Orleans? Yeah. It destroyed Because the levee broke. Did you know that there is a wall around the city of New Orleans Yeah, it's now? under sea level. Yeah, but, but it's a new wall, and it shuts. like there's, Oh, they they built a new one. Yeah, there's a wall, and, and it was showing... This is the the door of the last levee yeah. closing on this track. Oh, like when the, like, when they know a storm's coming, yeah, a surge is coming, they can close the wall. Yeah, yeah. I think they got that from the Netherlands because the Netherlands is below sea level too. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it hasn't ever flooded like that. But anyway, yeah. Barry, Army, Army Corps of Engineers, very uh, wussed out, and I uh, I got uh, a little wet from it today on my way out of Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, I went to Nashville this weekend. Nashville-ia. Have you ever been to Nashville? No, I really want to go, and I was really sad that you didn't invite me. I, I told you you could have gone. I have buddy passes. I don't. I don't have buddy passes. Yeah. <laughs> I do not have any buddy passes. No, no such thing as that at Sky oh, West. Jeez, nope. Yeah. Um, so I went, and um, it is – have you been to Las Vegas? Yeah. It is like Las Vegas. Uh, as far as busy goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the streets were crowded. It yeah. was crazy. I Nashville had, in the summer, man. I had no idea that it was like that. And uh, there were so many bachelorette parties. It, that's, yeah. that's all there were. In Nashville? Yeah. Like, you know those... Um, Did you go to them? <laughs> you, well, so they have, like, party buses that just go up and down the street. Oh, okay. And there's these girl, all these girls dancing on them, and they're all wearing a black tank top. I guess that's, like, the bachelorette party uniform. I guess. I think I so. I thought it was, like, the same party. Yeah. <laughs> but then I realized... <laughs> it's all different parties. It was all different people. <laughs> and they all look the same. They're all white girls <laughs> with black tank tops and short shorts. 
I mean, I'm not complaining, but I'm just saying. No, I mean, but come on, Nashville, get a little more creative. Yeah, maybe a pink tank top. There was there was a, there was one or two pink. All right, they, that you know went off the norm. But fair enough. Um, they also had honky tonks, which I guess is just a series of bars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Where you do line dancing. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, but they had so. There were like four floors, and each floor had a different bar, and there would be a different band on each floor oh, wow. playing live. There's so many musicians. Down yeah, there. it was crazy. Were they good? Yeah, they were. They were all. They, it was all mostly covers. So and right. it was country slash old rock, which isn't like my favorite yeah. stuff. But like classic rock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, uh, while uh, while you were in Nashville, yeah, I was here. Uh, Waiting for my dad to go back to the emergency room. Well, at least you weren't <laughs> in the humidity. Have you? Oh my gosh! Was it? Yeah, Dude, I, I it was going to ask so you. So bad. The temperature. The temperature there and the temperature here is almost exactly the same. Yeah, it is so miserable there. Because like eighty percent. It is. I don't know how I lived in Texas for twenty years. I don't know how I did it. It's so miserable. It's. It was awful. You know, Tennessee's fairly inland. Yeah. Why is it? So I don't humid? know. It's just. I'm beginning to think that everywhere is humid but here. But Utah? Because and everywhere I go, yeah, Nevada's fine. Everywhere I've gone, even even Los Angeles was humid, which I guess is a new thing for them. I asked him really? if it was yeah. I asked him if it was always that humid and he's like, "No, this is new. This is it's not normally like this." I just don't under like if Pittsburgh was I'd, humid. I have to look at a map, but I feel like Tennessee is just as far inland as Utah is. Nah, I don't think so. You think it's I closer? think it's a little because there's only one state. Oh, that's oh from the south. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking like from the, the Gulf. East. Okay. Uh, yeah, from the Gulf, they're closer. That makes sense. And that Gulf, that's what makes it so humid is that Gulf area right. that comes up. Yeah. That's why there's so many tornadoes in the the tornado. That's outlet. true. I guess we have different. Uh, the Gulf air mixes with the Canadian air. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, massive storms. Your dad. Yeah, my dad's been sick. You heard on the last episode. Um. So, where to begin here? So I told you on the last episode that uh, we got the referral for Dr. Adler, the, like the best GI in the oh, country. Yeah. So G- we go, we go G. see G. him. Joe. Yeah. GI, I think his name's David. GI G. David. G. David. <laughs> so we go see him. Smart guy, obviously. He's written like two textbooks. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, you know. But no, he's done like, thousands of these procedures, the ERCP. So, but we're, we're in the, it's me, my mom, and my dad, and- he comes in and, you know, does his normal, like, push on his stomach and check everything. He's like, let's pull up the CT. So he's looking at the CT and, he's, and he says, I never say no to a patient for this procedure. I always do this procedure, uh-huh. the ERCP. He's like, I never say no. But In your case. Yeah, he's like, but looking at your CT, that's your pancreas. And he points to this little elongation, right? And he's like, and then there's... Three, see these three lines? We're like, yeah. He's like, those are three major blood vessels. Oh. And I've never seen a CT like this. And if I go in there with a scope and I nick one of those vessels, you'll you'll bleed out in minutes. So I can't do this procedure. He was humble enough to say, I, I can't do it. Wow. Which means that you need to consult with a surgeon, uh-huh. but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to need surgery. Does it mean that the other doctor was right? No, no, because doctor You're not willing to admit that. <laughs> no, because he thought that the he thought that 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 you couldn't drain uh, a pseudocyst on a pancreas with the RCP, which is what Doctor Adler. By the way, all day. pseudocyst will be at Warp Tour this will year, be, except Warp Tour's over. Um, <sighs> doesn't take away from my joke. <laughs> all right, so a surgeon would just have to you know open up. Right, and if he if he nicks an artery, he can put a clamp on it right away and it's, it's whatever. Right. So, but he said, wait thirty days, get another CT scan, and we'll look and see how everything is progressing. If things are shrinking, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, my dad's on a feeding tube because he can't he can't eat anything that would activate his pancreas. He okay. let his pancreas rest. So he's on this tube, and. Um, he can kind of drink clear liquids around it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I go over to his house yesterday to visit with him. Me and Ash go down with Quinn. And uh, he's sitting in his chair. 
he he's weighs less than I do now, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Like he, he's lost like fifty pounds. And he's he's got a syringe hooked to his feeding tube and he's trying to squeeze like flush it, you know? So if you've ever seen a feeding tube, it's no thicker than a straw. Probably less thick than a straw, right? Mm. But the actual uh canal that the food goes through is like needle. It's like a big needle. So the walls of the feeding tube are actually fairly thick. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. So it gets clogged easy. So like if my mom grinds up medication, um, which I bought her a mortar and pestle to do. A what? Like a like you grind up mortar oh, and pestle. Oh, oh, oh. So if she grinds that up, that can kind of clog it if you don't get it ground up enough. The food itself is nasty and it's super sugary, so it's sticky and kind of coagulates, uh-huh. you know? So it's clogged, and I see him over there like pushing, you know? And he's not getting anything, trying to suck it back to get the clog. And, I mean, keep in mind, this tube is below his pancreas. You know, it's pretty far down there. And I'm like, you want some help? He's like, yeah, come over here. And they told him you can use some Diet Coke because of the, the kind of like the, what I don't know, it's acidic enough to dissolve whatever's in the tube. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Good to know. Yeah. So he, we go and get a little Coke. And I'm like, well, how hard can I push on this syringe? It's a big syringe, you know? Yeah. And he's like, well, I mean, within reason. I'm like, well, how, how much should go in? You know, if I were to hook this on normally, under normal circumstances, how would this go? And he's like, it goes pretty fast. This thing was not moving. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and on the end of the – where the feeding tube bag hooks onto his uh, feeding tube up his nose is like – The feeding tube goes up the nose? Yeah, it goes up your nose and down your throat so that you can still use your mouth. That is interesting. Yeah. And – so on the end of the feeding tube, like, you know, a foot out from his nose is the connector mm-hmm. to connect it to the bag, whatever, the machine that pumps it. Mm-hmm. And there's, it's actually like a Y. So you can leave the feeding tube attached, hook onto the Y part, and flush the line. Okay. But he had taken it all the way off, and so that you just kind of cap them off, you know. So we had one, one of them capped off, and I was hooked to the other one push, trying to push Coke through. Does that make sense? And uh, I'm just kind of getting progressively harder. And I'm kind of shaking because I'm pushing so hard, you know. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to suck it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit of debris, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, okay. But it was like so pressurized that if, when I pulled the syringe back and if I let go, it sucked it back down. Oh, And if geez. I pushed it, it pushed it back out. So I was like, well, I mean, you can rupture these things. Right. Which just means he'd have to go get a new one, you right. know. So I'm pushing it and – I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a little juice, you know. I'm going to get a little more mustard here. So I push in, and all of a sudden, psh, <laughs> the freaking – the cap on the other end of the Y valve or whatever you want to call it uh-huh. popped off. I pushed so hard it popped off, and I got sprayed in the face with Coke. <laughs> 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 it was, I scared the hell out of me, though, because I thought I popped something, you know. I'm like, I just blew out my dad's nose or something. <laughs> Your dad's nose. So <laughs> – Anyway, they call, like, the home care people. are like, oh, you probably just need to go to the ER. Not that it's an emergency, but that's just where you have to go mm. to get this done. Right. Right? So this sort of, it gets better. Okay. So the way you insert a feeding tube is it has a guide wire inside of it that's thick. You in- get it all the way down, and then you pull the guide wire out, and that's where the food goes through is where the guide wire was. Does that make sense? <sighs> yeah. So it's like a straw inside a straw. A dream inside a dream? Yeah, Inception. Yeah. It's Inception tube feeding. Inception, by the way, was the answer to last week's That's movie That's true. Question. Good job, Danny. Uh, <laughs> so basically my dad's like – he's telling the nurse, he's like, all you need to do is go get a feeding tube kit, take the guide wire out, and stick the guide wire down my existing tube to clean it out and pull the guide wire out, right? Right. She's like, okay, let me go get the doctor. So the doctor comes in. He tells him the same thing, and he's like, okay, well, the nurse will do that. You know, <laughs> so the nurse comes back in and does it, and he's like, he's like, can I just keep that guide wire? And she's like, no, you can, like, puncture your stomach and stuff. It's dangerous. You know what I mean? Which is, is true. So he he goes to get that done, and every time you're in the emergency room, um, someone from registration comes to your room to bill you. Right, and they always give you. I think I told you about the forty percent discount that you get. Right, if you pay the day you're there, you get a forty percent discount. Right. So my dad to go to the ER to get a guide wire shoved down and then pulled out mm-hmm. took like thirty seconds. Of course. Registration comes in is like, if you pay today, 
that'll only be eight hundred dollars. <laughs> eight hundred bucks. That's ridiculous. <laughs> which brings me to my next point, which is I mentioned fundraisers. We're having one this Saturday, July twentieth. I don't know where our listeners are from, but if you're from Northern Utah, <laughs> it's going to be in Kaysville. It's posted on all over Facebook, Instagram, or fly in. Come yeah, grab fly a ticket in. and fly in. We'll be signing autographs. <laughs> My parents own a <laughs> own a food truck. They they make Philly cheesesteaks. So uh-huh. this food truck family has gotten together. There's going to be ten trucks there. Oh, uh, food and dessert trucks. Um, and I just want to give them all a shout out because you guys because you'll find these on social media and and follow them. You can see where they're going to be. So Pizza Cone Zone, delicious. Fizz drinks. It's going to be there. Heidi cakes, delicious cupcakes. Uh, Bridges Waffles, good waffles. Uh, Thief Seats. I think it's Bergs. Isn't that Bergs? Bergs, I don't know. I, I typed it wrong. I'm a little. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I took a clonopin. The Kind Grinds Local Hawaiian Food. Bonditos, Kona Ice, Matterhorn. Matterhorn's really good. Credible edibles. Um, and then the whole time, so it's from 5 to 8 on Saturday, we're going to be having like games, cornhole going on. Face painters will be there, caricature artists. Uh, balloon twister guy. Uh, we'll be having sal- silent auctions and raffles. Uh, speaking of which, we're going to be au- uh, raffling off some of your posters. Oh, yeah. Scary Parrot Media yeah. on Etsy. And then also, uh, Willow Weaves was kind enough to donate to us uh, some of their artwork. So, Willow Weaves, we were trying to figure out how to describe these. They're just beautiful art. It's like, on, it's like a piece of driftwood with rope and yarn w- weaved. Woved. Woved? I have no Woven. Idea. I have no idea. They weave it around <laughs> it. And it's just really cool uh, cool art. So you can find them at willow.weaves on Instagram or on etsy.com slash shop slash the weaving willows. Really, really cool art there. So we appreciate them. So all that stuff's going to be there. Oh, Advantage Trading Post and Rental is going to be giving us a bunch of stuff from Browning, some Browning swag. Yeah. Wow. So it's going to be fun. Good raffle. All going to a good cause because uh, my parents need the money frankly right. they need the money um so come help out i will also be launching a gofundme uh, gofundme.com slash rickles dash recovers rickles dash recovery hang on rickles dash recovery and that's r-i-c-k-l-e-s so there you go that's how you can do it help my dad out nice mostly i want you to come to the it's gonna be like a carnival frankly you know what i mean like where is it at in Kaysville? Kaysville, 33 South Main, right next to my parents' house, Zion's Bank parking lot. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. Big, Easy big to giant, find. Yeah, big giant parking lot, 10 food trucks. 10. Giving away stuff. Have a good time. Should be beautiful. It's going to be off the hook. My dad will come out and give a toast. Give a, a speech? He's, he's complete. I called him before you came over. Uh-huh. He's just overwhelmed. He can't believe the response on Facebook. Like in one day, less than a day, we've had like... 400 people wow. respond as interested or going to this event on Facebook. Wow. Yeah. So it's going to be a blast. Uh, and we'll probably do another one maybe in a couple months. Nice. Because the food truck family is huge and they're gracious and they just want to help out. So Awesome. Yeah. I know that sounded like a long ad, but really it's just going to be fun. Yeah. So you should be there. Yeah. Well, that's in the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what else you did in Nashville. What else is around there? Um, Did you go to Memphis? How no, far is Memphis no, from Nashville? It's pretty far. It's not. You didn't go to Graceland then. No, no, no. We went to uh, um, one of our one of my friends wanted to go to Andrew Jackson's house, the Hermitage. It's called Andrew Jackson. Yeah. What a fucker. Um, that guy's not a good guy, man. He, it, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's not a good guy. Like, um. They didn't really paint him. They they didn't paint him in, in a. I mean, <laughs> in a good light. They 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 made it seem like yeah he was an influential person, but he eh, was maybe he wasn't such a cool look, dude. <laughs> like he he was uh, huge in uh, the Battle of New Orleans. I want to say actually, um, yeah, it be- <clears throat> they they did. Uh, they did decredit him quite a bit. Really? Like at his estate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh they said that uh it wasn't he wasn't uh, as influential in the Battle of New Orleans as history has. But was but I mean the buck stopped somewhere. Was he a general? I I, I think so. I can't remember exactly. He what was they said, uh but I just remember that uh Brevet Major General by Andrew Jackson. Look, but 
So, okay, fine. Thank you for saving New Orleans. You well, also led I mean... the trail of tears, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And this guy's on our 20. <clears throat> yeah. Have you seen the Harriet Tubman stamps? Uh, No. Have you heard about this? The stamps? I heard about okay. the $10 bill that the, we're not getting no, it's until... The 20. until uh, it's the 20 to remove Andrew Jackson. Oh. We're going to put Harriet Tubman on the 20. Okay. And Mnuchin... The Treasury Secretary, I think, I think that's who it is now. Who knows? Uh-huh. They're all acting at this point. Yeah, uh, he put it on hold, which it's just. Right. I mean, right, right. Could you be any more blatantly racist? I don't know. Yeah, you so, can. He just was. Trump was just so, the other day. But. On Am- <laughs> that's true. We'll get to that. On Amazon, you can buy a Harriet Tubman stamp that's the perfect size oh, to really? go right over Andrew Jackson's face <laughs> on the twenty, and I'm. I'm going to order one because I think it's freaking awesome, even though I don't really have 20s with me that often. Yeah, I don't have cash. Uh, um, but uh, they talked about him and in his house and how he had, like, basically a bragging room. Like, so you'd come to the front door, you'd knock, yeah. and then uh, the slave would come down and assess whether you were worthy of coming through the front entrance. <laughs> if you weren't, you'd have to go through the back. No way. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then he take you. They take you to his waiting room where he'd have a bunch of his stuff, and he had his favorite thing, a bayonet, right on the table. And basically, he'd tell uh, the story of the Battle of New Orleans, which is like one of the shortest battles of all time. And I guess it took him four hours to tell a story about a thirty-minute <laughs> battle. And I was like, wow, this guy sounds like a huge dick. But he was six-two, yeah, which. Uh, for the time, so would be yeah, it's really tall for the time. So he had uh, he had size seven feet because wait be- uh, today's size seven yeah because his feet stopped growing when he was thirteen. Or that's something like because he had measles. That's like Kurt's size feet. Yeah, Kurt has really <laughs> yeah, but, but and he was six two. And the lady said that by today's because you know we have gotten bigger as yeah. people. He said uh, she said by today's standards he would have been seven four. No way. Yeah, that's how much taller he was than everybody. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's basketball player. That's uh, you know that's that's yeah. that's super so tall. So he was very imposing. Yeah. Didn't he sure. duel? He dueled and killed Yeah, them. three times and he killed um Did he kill all three of them? No. He killed one them. over his wife though, right? Someone who yeah. spoke it was uh, spoke ill against Charles his wife. Charles Dickens. I don't think not not the Charles Dickens. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, that's the one that we 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 watched a dueling demonstration. It was quite uh, interesting. And Did they, the movies make it uh, far more? No, it's not Western style dueling back then. No, right? no, no, no. It was literally paces. Yeah, but and then turn around and one person gets but, to shoot first. But um, I guess the biggest thing is the movies make it seem like they start back to back. Yeah, and then they each go ten paces. Yeah, but it's just ten paces from the other person. So also, oh, it's five. Like five and no, five? no. Well, it's ten. Okay. For, so, like, one person, like that, you'll go up to one guy, yeah. and then from that guy, you take ten paces. So you're only ten so paces it's 10, away, right? That's nothing. And in the movies, it's twenty because right. they're each ten. Right. So yeah, but the one of the rules of dueling was that you could not have a rifled pistol. Which means, do you not know what rifling is? No. Serious. How come I can't think of what it you is? You have a gun? You don't know what <laughs> rifling is. Okay. You know how... Wait, hey, you know what? What? How does an automatic transmission work? Fairies fucker. and magic. Yeah. <laughs> but this is like common knowledge. This is why the Americans won the Revolutionary War. It's rifling, man. Anyway, if you look down the barrel of your gun after you've taken it apart, don't, don't... Uh, oh, the, the... You will see... The helical groovings. Grooves yeah. that make the bullet spin. So before it's called the ballistics. Before rifling, uh, it was a smooth barrel, and basically ball. Uh, the bullet went wherever the hell it wanted to. <laughs> and it was probably a ball. It wasn't a uh, – Yeah. So uh, you couldn't – there was actually that rule, which is funny to me. Yeah. And so each person – to make sure there was no cheating, each guy had a, their own uh, like second, they were called. And they had a gun, and they could bring whatever they wanted. And so if someone shot out of line, then they bam. They'd, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was it was pretty well oh. locked down, and it was super illegal. And uh, basically the reasons Andrew Jackson and all the people that killed people didn't go to jail is because uh, for the same reason that people don't go to jail now is they all just know each other. Which and, is weird because – 
uh, Aaron in Washington D.C. where Aaron Burr killed uh-huh. uh, Hamilton, it was illegal. He wasn't allowed to come back. No, it was legal. It was super. It was. It's, oh, it's illegal. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, never yeah, yeah. been yeah. legal in the United States. Right. But he said that the the tour guide there said that it, what people would get off because they knew all the judges. They were all their buddies, and you right. know, and yes. uh, they were all affluent guys. And yeah, anyway. So yeah, he. Uh, I just looked it up. First of all, Washington Post says he was in over a hundred duels. <laughs> no, that's. Uh, <laughs> It's that was one of the myths that uh, the guy talked about. He said he was only in three. So he killed Charles Dickinson. Dickinson. Uh, who accused him of cheating on a horse race bet and then insulted his wife, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You cheated on that fucking bet and you got an ugly wife. I know. Right? <laughs> I know. But they said, the again, the tour guide said that the story has been inflated to make it sound like Andrew Jackson was the hero. But Charles Dickin- what, Dickinson? Dickinson. Was actually a super nice guy, and everybody liked no, him. If I had to choose who was the <laughs> yeah. who was the dick, yeah, I would definitely go with Andrew Jackson, here, right? You know, but didn't he get shot? There was wasn't he in a duel where it must have been this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got shot, and then he. Let's see. Okay, hang on. Let me read it here. At the first signal from their seconds, Dickinson fired. Jackson received Dickinson's first bullet in his chest, next to his heart. Jackson put his hand over the wound to staunch the flow of blood and stayed standing long enough to fire his gun. What is the rule? If you fall down, you lose. Um, it's up to the the seconds. No, it's up to the person that uh made the challenge or whatever. Oh, okay. okay. To decide what happens. Dickinson's seconds claimed Jackson's first. That's a really crazy sentence. This, when I say seconds, it means his like assistant that you were talking mm-hmm. about. So Dickinson's seconds claimed Jackson's first shot misfired, uh, which would have meant the duel was over. But in a breach of etiquette, Jackson recocked the gun and shot a gun, shot again. This time, killing his opponent. <laughs> Wait, they didn't talk about that. So but shouldn't that you, surprise me? Shouldn't the rule be then that you only have one bullet in your gun? Um. See, that's what that's. I don't know. That story just sounds a little off because one of the things that they talked about was how long it took to load the gun. Right. So he he wouldn't have just been able to recock it. You had to you had to pour the grain in. Set it wasn't. It was a flintlock. Yeah. It wasn't. Uh, uh, somehow he had time. Maybe it was a double barrel. Maybe. Uh, and then you know Rachel ended up divorcing him anyway, and that raised more of a scandal in the press. Than the killing of actually, Dickinson. <laughs> actually, he was never uh, married to Rachel. Oh, she left him? No, but they never technically got married. Uh, he They got uh, quote-unquote married in Mexico because he wasn't technically divorced from his other wife because this, it took a lot longer. This guy is than... just a, a sound piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of divorcing, I was talking to my friend the other day, and yeah. you know, so when I got divorced, we had to wait. 90 days, but Mandy got it, like, expedited or whatever to 30. Did, did you know in North Carolina you have to wait a year? Like, so you go to the court uh-huh. and you say, we're getting divorced. We yeah. have, even if someone's at fault. I guess. So, or just irreconcilable differences. Yeah. And they say, cool, come back in a year? Yeah. And tell us and, if you're sure? And if you spend, if you sleep together or spend the night under the same roof and they find out, then it starts over. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's in North Carolina. Yeah. Man, the South, I tell you I, what. I, <laughs> so in Utah, you had think, 90 days? Yeah. But okay. you can. it's pretty easy to get it waived. Right. But, um, I mean, I I feel like maybe the 90 days was maybe to like get all the affairs in order. I guess. It doesn't, huh. yeah, but um, I think it's more stringent if you have kids here, uh, like the 90 days. Yeah. But if you don't, then they're like, whatever. But, um. Like, as if you go to the divorce court not having thought it through? Yeah, I guess. That's what I, that's what I, you know, it's weird, right? It's day 89, and I think I made a mistake. Yeah. And a year later, <laughs> yeah. like, on the 364th day, you know, you know what? I'm kind of horny. Yeah. <laughs> You're just started over. Yeah. So, I, I used to think Utah was just the craziest, most oh, religious place. But now that I've been spent some time in Amarillo, Oklahoma, and heard of that? North Carolina. Oh, also. What's the name of that city? Also in North Carolina, uh, I heard on the news. Uh, you know our uh, local um, brewer, uh, Wasatch Brewing? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, maybe, whoever makes polygamy porter. 
It's either Wasatch Uinta or it's one of those. Yeah, I can't remember. But uh, they've they've expanded quite a bit, mm-hmm. and they were trying to get their product Polygamy Porter into North Carolina. Yeah, and the ABC there said not with that name. Oh come! <laughs> they said that because it depicts something illegal. That they won't allow them to oh, come in with that brother. name. Get out of <laughs> like, here. Like, come on. It's just. Uh, You're not like you're selling something of such high standard. I mean, it's freaking legal in Utah. Right. Where, where there is some polygamy and where there's a general stereotype that there's polygamy running around you know, everywhere. It's because the ABC in each state is just a couple of freaking dudes. Yeah, I know, like, right? That are like old and could never get into a real office. Yeah. It's so dumb. That's <laughs> <laughs> silly, man. Well, what else? Oh, freaking, we were going to say talk about Trump. Look, I don't really care. I'm kind of over talking about Trump because he's obviously an idiot. And... He told four brown congresswomen to go back to where they came from. <laughs> Is that the technical term? <laughs> Three of which were born in the United States. Yeah. And the fourth one was brought here he as didn't, a refugee he didn't, at 12 years he old. He didn't just tell them to come back, go back to where they came from. Read the actual quote. It's like go back to the worn tour and <laughs> yeah the the asshole oh countries. Yeah, he said uh oh my gosh, man, I don't even care. Look, he he yeah, he said something like uh you're from countries that are in shambles or something like right. that. Maybe you should go back and fix that problem first. Like it's unbelievable. I just that's the like that's me like me saying why don't you go back to that crap hole Ireland? It's, it's the same freaking <laughs> yeah. thing. Like, right? Like ev- everyone here, except for the Native Bavaria. Americans, right. are immigrants. Yeah. Like, and even them, you go back fourteen thousand years, they're just immigrants. That's why too. I don't like. I don't personally. I don't like the term African American because I just think that we're all Americans. Right. And I don't like. It's like why right. I'm white. I'm not. Caucasian I'm American. Not, yeah, like, I'm not English American right. or Scottish American. Right. So I mean, whatever. If who, whatever your opinion. I feel like is that's why that, black has come back. I think. Well, it has. I mean, it's. Yeah. I don't know. Well, because There's, I, have, I there are lots of varying opinions there, on that yeah. in the in the African American black black community, the black, <laughs> blackish community. Yeah. Anyway, but um, it's just we're just all Americans. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's why I didn't want to talk about it because it would it's just funny, kind of piss me. You off. know, it's funny because it's like a it's a double edged sword for sociologists. Uh huh. Because in order to study sociology, you kind of have to you have to classify people. Right. You have to say, you know, this group. We found a correlation between this group who is shorter. Right. Than these this group who is taller. You right. Know? And so they happen to find a lot of correlations between race, which. They're trying to study it to fix the problem, but it almost it almost makes the problem worse. Right. You know? Yeah. Anyway, whatever. The president's a racist. Turns out, though, his dad – or no, his grandpa was deported from Bavaria <laughs> for not joining the military. Oh, and, oh big surprise. Yeah. And, yeah, bone spurs. Yeah. Running the family. Yeah. And uh, he wrote a letter to the king or lord of Bavaria asking to stay, and he said no. <laughs> but this re- this article in The Independent I'm reading um, says that the policies that Donald Trump has put in place mm-hmm. would have prevented his grandfather from coming here. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick. It's unbelievable, man. Oh, he's yeah, so he, stupid. If you want to see some weird stuff, his go watch his... His grandfather migrated here? Yeah. So it's only two generations? two generations, and that's on one side. The other side, I might might have only been. No, I think they were grandfather on both sides. Yeah, but dude, I don't know. Go watch his freaking rose garden nonsense today. It was unreal, <laughs> and he's getting oranger. By the way, really? If that's a word. It's the summer. He's getting his orange on. His tan. <sighs> it's weird. I saw a picture. You could like see the line. You know how some girls they do their makeup and they uh-huh. don't. They they, yeah. they miss the line on yeah. their neck. I saw the line on Donald Trump. Weird. And I was like, what? I don't understand this. Like vagina neck with the line. You know, <laughs> tiny hands doesn't know how to use a makeup brush. Why I don't is know he what using he's using a makeup brush to begin with. Well, because I, I don't oh, man. look when you're that orange. It's not necessarily a tanning bed. It's like spray oh, it's, or yeah. makeup. You know, no one, so no one has orange. that color. I've never seen anyone with that color skin, right? No, it's Oompa Loompa. Like it, I mean, his kids it, don't look like that. The amount of orange lately, uh-huh. the amount of orange I saw today in the Rose Garden, 
was bordering on Oompa Loompa. And I just watched <laughs> that movie the other day. It was it not just being sniped. Like it's it's a problem. He's got a problem. So speaking of being snide, <laughs> no, real quick before we go to break, um, I uh, I how did I do this today? I was uh, oh I was looking for a therapist and I googled them to see you know their office and stuff and instead it came up with this website called mylife.com. Have you heard of this? No. My so life. it's com. a website that gives you a reputation score. Ooh oh yeah oh. I- I feel like there's a lot of these now. Yeah, I've seen there's, ads a, for there's a commercial there's for reputation. it lately. Com. Yeah, yeah, stupid. But anyway, so I uh, I was like, oh, I want to see what my reputation is. So I typed in my name, and uh, I want to read you all the information it has about me. So my reputation score is fair. I'm a three point six two out of five. I'm a three point nine five. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's another thing. Hold on, real quick, since we're talking about credit scores, they said that uh, your reputation and dueling and stuff was like the credit score of back then. So I was like, oh man, I would have been dead. So if like, you've won a few immediately, if you've won a few duels, you're like that guy's like an eight hundred. I wonder if my credit score would have been just as bad back then. <laughs> anyway, so um, here is the information about me. Spencer Rogers was born on March 26, 1985, which is correct. Um, and uh, my reputation score is 3.62. Before moving to Spencer's current city of Orem, which I do not live in, uh, Spencer lived in Rowlett, Texas and Provo, Utah, which is actually true. Spencer also answers to Spencer Blake Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> or B B Roger Spencer or <laughs> or Spencer B oh my gosh and perhaps a couple of other names we know that Spencer's political affiliation is currently a registered Republican which is not true I'm not registered in, not, I'm dude. not registered anything <laughs> ethnicity is Caucasian uh, that's uh, English American yeah thank you yeah <laughs> and religious views are listed as unknown as of this date Spencer is married uh, and. <laughs> Candice Woodland, Anika Spencer, Natasha Burnett, and Stephen Rogers, and Mandy Rogers. So, do you know those first three people? I don't know any of these people except for Mandy, who is not Mandy Rogers anymore, and uh, I don't know who Stephen Rogers is. And many of these family members are associated with Spencer. Now, here's where it gets really tricky. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer has a reported annual income of between $70 and $79,999, and my current net worth is greater than $250,000 to $500,000. Wow. <laughs> You're killing it on Etsy. <laughs> Tell you what. I know. I'm like, but, <laughs> like, I don't know who this Spencer is, but... Uh, Oh, and uh, you wouldn't guess my current home value. You'd think with with a uh, net worth of two hundred thousand to five hundred thousand that I could afford more than a home value of one hundred and twenty eight dollars. <laughs> one hundred twenty eight dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so That's like a big cardboard. My, box. Yeah, me and my collection of like five cardboard boxes oh, are just chilling. One hundred twenty eight dollars. Uh, it does have all my old addresses, which is kind of... Mine is building while you've been talking here. Let's go to break, and I'll try and figure this out. Uh, as always, the Arctic Podcast is brought to you with help from the Minutia Podcast from Scott Moses, an architect in Salt Lake City. He talks about living by design. Check it out on SoundCloud, the Minutia Podcast, and by Teacher Vet. Uh, awesome podcast just about oh. the history of veterinary medicine. I've got yours. Oh, good. And uh, it's Jake and Amanda. Teacher and, and doctor, veterinarian. Pretty fun. Pretty fun to listen to. Teacher vet. They're uh, available on every platform. All right. So you have my report? Yeah. All right. Let's go. All right. Brian was born on uh, 7-4, 1984, which is correct. Your <sighs> reputation score is 3.9 or 5. Uh, your current city Wait, is- Wait, is that out of 5? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. 3.95 out of uh, Before moving to your current city of Ogden, you lived in Kaysville, which is correct. Uh, in the past, Brian has also been known as Brian James Sherman, Brian J. Sherman. 
Um, it says your political affiliation is unknown. Your ethnicity is Caucasian. Your religious view is listed as Christian. And Brian's personal network of family and friends, associates, and neighbors are Guy Sherman, Jan Sherman, Nicholas Sherman, G- Gisbertus. Gisbertus. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who that is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, Dick Sherman, Richard Sherman. Oh, it's like, I know, I don't know what Dick. <laughs> um, now, your income. You make between $20 and $29,999 a year. <laughs> Twenty dollars a year? That's the low. What is that? This is the income. <laughs> what kind of what kind of value is that? Oh, it doesn't have your net worth. Oh, well, I can tell you. I mean, it's well over twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, and your house is only worth one hundred and forty-eight dollars. What kind of report is this? What's <laughs> so stupid? <laughs> I, let's go to one I've heard it, an ad for Reputation dot com because I know I've heard the ad for that one and. What is the it has deal your, with, like, It has your X96 email on here. I've seen that one on different search ones. I haven't worked for <laughs> X96 in uh, like 12, 12 years? Uh, at least. Yeah. Um, well, no, this website sucks too. Uh, everybody's sure obsessed they, with sure their do. reputation. I guess like if you're looking for a job and an employer Googles you or something, you can control yeah, what, sh- what it shows. They do – those people do legitimate background checks. Right. Of this. Right. And if you were an employer – and you're like, this guy has a profile on mylife.com and reputation.com. Yeah. He's hiding something. Yeah. <laughs> That's sketchy right there. Let me ask you a question uh, while we're here. Why do you have profiles on all these reputation websites? <laughs> <laughs> I have a peppered past. <laughs> peppered past? <laughs> peppered past is going to be at work for this year. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Uh, when we come back, I do have some random headlines for us. Uh, a new way to uh, cool down your phone. Uh, heavy metal knitting. Um, don't flush your meth. And um, crying on an airplane. Uh, maybe we'll have a pet peeve. Maybe we'll talk about uh, bad plot lines uh, when we come back on the Our Take podcast on this the <laughs> July 15, 1997, and yeah. Alright, we're on in three, two, one. Welcome everybody to the inaugural season at Oakland's brand new spring training facility here in Seascape, Florida. I am Jim Brockmeyer. I'm joined by my partner, Gabby Taylor. Very excited to be joining you in the booth today, Jim, in this lovely new stadium. It is a beautiful spring afternoon for baseball here at King Venom Vape Cartridge Stadium. A few fun facts about the city of Seascape, our home, for the next six weeks. Two years ago, its mostly elderly and retired citizens were duped. They were tricked into paying for this stadium by voting yes on the misleadingly named Make Grandchildren Visit Act. So a $200 million stadium was built that nobody wanted and had no team to occupy it. In order to lure Oakland to come all the way across the country, the city of Seascape had to promise them free rent. So we are party here today to a civic boondoggle of just epic proportions. I mean, swimming pools drained, children's educations thwarted, shut-ins meals undelivered. All in the name of King Venom Vape Cartridge Stadium. King Venom Vape Cartridges, the best in the biz. And we're not blowing smoke. We're blowing flavor-infused vapor ash holes. Boy, that seemed needlessly aggressive. That's good enough, Chip. This is the Arctic Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Hey. Hey, we're back with some uh, rand diddly dum headlines. You know, last week, two of my random headlines got hijacked the next morning. Uh, so it made it, you know, because we didn't get it out right away because yep. I suck. So, you know, my delightful headlines of the crocodile in, uh, or the alligator. That rained down? No, oh, the one in <laughs> Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. And something. Oh, the mom with the the, the pool on the top yeah. of her car. <laughs> what we need is an engineer, an who engineer. can just who can just do this for us. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. All right. So this first one is actually fascinating. 
Um, this is a, a local-ish story. It's on KSL. Uh, U professor, the University of Utah professor, creates a chip that could harness a laptop laptop's extra heat and turn it into more battery life. Well, that's brilliant. Yes. That's genius. Um, so, let's see. Uh, all objects emit a certain amount of heat called a black body limit. Black body limit? I thought you were going to say like BTU. What's your black body limit? 14. One, two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back in the 1970s, researchers discovered that there is no limit to that amount when the gap between two objects is small enough. Uh, about a decade ago, researchers... I don't follow that at all. Yeah, Do you I don't follow know. that? No, no, no. I'm just trying to get where he... Uh, just trying to get through it. Yeah, that's when uh, decide blah blah blah. So the U professor and his team created a chip or device that s- situates two silicon surfaces next to each other with a tiny gap of 100 nanometers thick or a thousand thousand <laughs> the thickness of a human hair. Uh, wow! After placing the chip in a vacuum, vacuum the researchers heated one surface and cooled the other, creating heat beyond. Anyway. I don't know, but it's going to change the world. <laughs> it's just physics. Yeah. Uh, they're thinking about uh, using it in cars, yeah. capturing the heat in cars. Because and like um, 80% of the energy a car produces is just I know. Have heat. you? Does it ever make you mad stopping at a red light because it's just complete wasted energy? Well, not only that, but even when you're driving. Yeah. It's, it, internal combustion engines are not, no. not efficient at all. Not at all. Like all the heat that comes out of your exhaust pipe that's running through your mm-hmm. radiator. Yeah. It's just just wasted. Yeah. It's just wasted. So, uh, yeah, look for this in the future. Uh, Maybe recent, or pretty soon, future, within the next uh, five to ten years, it says. Um, I wonder how uh, perpetual it will be. You know know what I mean? Because eventually it's got to wind down. Right. It's like drinking your own pee, right? (laughs) It only works for so long in a circular fashion. (laughs) Gross. Oh, so it's an analogy. You remember how we talked about um, the horse, um, the stick horse racing? Yeah. So what I was just, that called? Uh, stick horse racing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. I can't remember called. what it's called right now. Who cares? Um, but I don't know. Things over in Finland are starting to get out of control. Hey, they're a happy people. So uh, I don't know if this is what happiness breeds. I don't. I don't know. So this is the uh, the first annual um, annual the first annual heavy metal knitting championship. Oh my gosh! I don't exactly. So basically, you knit while while you're rocking to a band. So the band is actually playing at least. Yeah, okay. but you're knitting like it's part of the show. All right, so they got like Ramstein playing, and apparently there's people. Oh, they got swords. Yeah, I don't. Heavy metal. Knitting. And then there's there's sumo wrestlers here, and then there's a, a geisha back there. Yeah, knitting. When when did this get Japanese? I don't know. I don't know. So we got we're in Finland. Yeah, we have heavy metal that was arguably invented in Germany. But look at that. The first <laughs> champion came from Japan. All right. I just. I just don't get it. That's weird, man. How would you... Uh, I just... Some of this stuff, man. How do yeah. you even make this a competition? How do you even get a sumo wrestler to Finland? That's, that's what, a great you know, question. That's what I want to know. That's a great question. Yeah. That's a lot. Of, that's a weight and balance issue right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Why are um, we watching this ad? Uh, it's in <laughs> Spanish, too. That's super random. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Hot Pocket ad. Go on, Pocket. All right. So uh, last week... Um, we we had a story about alligators. Um, oh, this is from uh, where I just came from, Tennessee. Um, now you've heard, you know, there are, I guess, alligators in parts of Tennessee. Sure, you know, it's down that way. Um, but police are asking you to not flush your meth down the toilet. Okay. Uh, because it's making meth enraged alligators. Good advice. <laughs> You know, why would one flush their meth? I guess, you know, you get in a panic, the cops are coming, you want to flush your meth. All right. I, I don't know. 
Uh, the department advised against disposing of drugs, including pills, via the sewage because when you send something down the sewer pipe, it ends up in our retention ponds uh, and then it goes downstream and uh, it basically turns alligators crazy. You know that someone's going to go try and, you know, distill sewage <laughs> to get the meth out of it. <laughs> if it goes far enough downstream, it would create meth gators. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine writing this story and coming up with the word meth gators? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to flush anything, flush your opiates. Calm them down. <laughs> you know? Like freaking meth, a meth head gator. Oh, my gosh. Meth he gator says, head. <laughs> uh, they've had enough methed up animals the past few weeks. Methed up? Without your help. Yeah, methed up. That's freaking Reno 911. So too, if man. you need to dispose of your drugs, give us a call and make sure. Is that is that how does that work out? Like, hey man, I was thinking about flushing this meth. Can you come pick it up for me? <laughs> yeah, now. yeah uh, absolutely. Open the door. Down. Oh wait, yeah. is this like remember that from Dangle Man? Don't meth with meth. Yeah, meth. <laughs> but I wonder if this is uh, it's a sting. Yeah, remember we had one a story like this. I don't remember what it was now. Where they were like, call us. Yeah, call yeah. Call us if you want to get rid of your crack or something like that. I have really vague recollection. Yeah. I don't know if it was something we joked about. No, no, it was a real story. story. It was. Oh, man, I don't remember. Uh, It doesn't say that it is, but maybe maybe it's on Fox News, so. Dude, I've been watching confession tapes. Uh Uh-huh. Have you watched that before? On Netflix? It's about, like, false confessions. Oh, no. And in Canada, it's legal to do this tactic known as the Mr. Big operation. It's illegal in the United States. What is, what is it? It's where, so they expect they suspected this kid of murder. Oh. And so they, they you know, intentionally cross paths with an undercover who uh-huh. pretends to be this gangster. Right. And is recruiting this kid to be kind of a part of this underworld, <laughs> but he has to, you know, it's based, it, their relationship is based on total trust. And right. I've been reading in the papers that you did some shit. Uh-huh. Now tell me what you did. You know? Right. And eventually the kid's like, yeah, I mean, like, because he, he, they found stuff in the shower. They found, like, his right. hair in the shower. Right. You know? And at first he's like, well, that could have been from, like, three days ago. Uh-huh. You know? And the Mr. Big guy's like, come on, just tell me. He's like, yeah, I guess I washed it off when I was washing their blood off. <laughs> so it's just a totally manipulative fear. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it works. No, it, it's false. Oh. It's false. It doesn't. People will say all sorts of shit to feel accepted, well, especially when you especially under when you feel yeah, threatened. I guess, I guess that's true, huh? You have a mob boss yelling at you. <laughs> you know, you're not going to stand your ground, yeah, especially but, when you're yeah, a man. Kid. Sure, whatever. Leave me alone. Yeah. I do, yes, <laughs> I want to be part of your underworld because I can't get a job anywhere <laughs> because my name's in the paper anyway. <clears throat> Confession tapes. Um, my last story here is from NPR. Um, science might explain your weird emotional airplane behavior. Now, I've heard of this one before. Have you? That you cry on airplanes more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe we've talked about I it. I think we have, but okay. go on. Well, it's just, uh, it just says it might be, uh, signs of hypoxia, hypoxia's, uh, altitude sickness. Right. Um, but it's super common yeah, for like, people to, like a uh, movie that would normally not evoke emotion, right? They're crying. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, I, yeah, we did. We talked about yeah. this because I said that I was. Uh, I just randomly started crying one day on a plane. I wasn't really sure right. why. You were watching like a bug's. Life I wasn't. Or I was just looking out the window <laughs> and I started crying. I'm like, what <laughs> is happening? <laughs> why that, am I that? Uh, that happens to me on the ground. <laughs> it's just yeah, me too. But the, there's normally a reason it's behind a major it. Major depressive least. disorder. Um, but. It does say that movies like uh, that might not normally invoke right. emotion will make you cry. Like Rudy. It also talks <laughs> about some of the more popular drinks um, in the sky. Apparently, ginger ale and tomato juice are one of the most popular drinks in the air, and that's it. Nobody drinks them on the ground. I've always wondered why, when they're coming by with the cart, yeah, they're like... We got soda, we got orange juice, we got tomato juice. Right. Like, right. what? Yeah, and they think it might have something to do with the engine noise is disrupting our <laughs> our uh, uh, our balance yeah. or whatever, and it's throwing off our taste buds. 
That's weird. And, uh, I could really we, go we for want, some tomato paste. We have a hard time tasting sweet or something, so we, we go for something else. I'm guilty of it, though. I I typically, not t- but a lot of times, I will drink ginger ale on the airplane I have and nowhere else. I don't think I've ever ordered it, maybe once, but I have been tempted to get a tomato juice when they've said it. Right. I'm like, ooh, the guy in front of me got tomato juice. Which is, have you ever, tomato juice is it's gross. Nasty. It's disgusting. It, yeah. It's a nasty, yeah. nasty thing. Why would I do that when there's a perfectly good Coke? I know. Right I there. Know. Uh, you know what I've gotten the habit of? So, first of all, I've been, um, this is the first time this has ever happened to me in my last flight. Uh, I guess I've been flying so much, and it's just so, like, whatever now. Yeah. I didn't even realize when we took off. Really? We were in the air, and I was like, oh, when did we take off? <laughs> I missed the best part. I was just like, <laughs> it's crazy. That is weird. Yeah. But you've gotten used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Where are you going next? I'm supposed to go to London this week. Hashtag Spencer's Travels. I don't know if you saw I coined that on the oh, yeah, on our did. page. Uh, I am supposed to go to London either on uh, Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. It just depends what I can get I hope on. you realize how lucky you are. Oh, I That's know. It's freaking cool. I know. All these things, all these places you get to go. For free. Yeah. Zero charge. I just I want to no, know when have, you're going to start to take. No buddy passes. When you're going to start to take me, I don't understand. I uh, I do have buddy passes with Delta. I have six of them per year, but they are so hard to use. Yeah, and they actually aren't free. You got to go somewhere dumb. They uh, they end up costing like a hundred dollars around or more. I bet we could get to Venezuela. You know, um, or Syria. Yeah, Syria or North Korea. <laughs> See if I can get a. No one's going there. Flight into. I can't even. I could. Uh, I was having a hard time finding a way to get to Russia. So I don't. I think North Korea and uh, Venezuela might be super hard. Are you trying to go to Russia? No, I just wanted to see if any of our airlines fly there, and none of them do. You have to take a Russian airline. Or yeah. uh, well, I heard that's a thing. Didn't we talk about it on the show that when you land in Europe, you have to get on a European plane? Uh, we, yeah, we yeah. We're with the plane crash. That's yeah, right. but. That they could still fly from here to Russia. Oh, like no one does. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's kind of weird. I don't know if they'll kidnap everybody. That's I guess. Was. I don't know. The event. Um, <laughs> do you want to do uh, a couple movies here? Yeah. So remember, remind me of the clue, though, that we gave Danny. Uh, a series of naps. A series of naps in the movie was Inception. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, yeah. Danny. Um. I've got a few of them here, and then we'll do uh, we'll do one for everyone. Okay. Um, I don't think you'll get this one. A love triangle between an 18 year old girl and a hundred year old guy, and a dog. Mm, and a dog. Uh, what? Uh, Twilight. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh! I can't believe you got that. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Never even seen it. Oh, yeah, right. No, I haven't either. <laughs> or have I? No, I haven't. A lonely billionaire spends time and money to try and murder a reporter from Kansas. Lonely billionaire. This one, actually, if you think about it, isn't really that hard. Well, thanks. I'm just saying, I don't know if I'd get it without looking at it, but it spends time it totally, and money. It totally makes it. It's a, it's a fairly recent movie, like within the last couple of years, and it didn't do super great. And. Hmm. A lonely billionaire. Think about all your lonely billionaire. That's why I'm trying to think of lonely billionaire movies. Well, there's only <sighs> who tries to murder mm-hmm. a reporter from Kansas. Man, I'm, I feel dumb. I feel like it's going to be dumb. It is. Okay, so let's let's think about lonely billionaires here. Who, who who is it based on some sort of reality? Who is the loneliest billionaire whose parents got shot and killed? Oh, it's Batman. Batman. Yeah. And who's the reporter from Kansas? Who's the reporter from Kansas? <sighs> who's he trying to kill? <sighs> Come on. What other superhero is a reporter from Kansas? Oh, Superman. Jeez. <laughs> embarrassing. Batman versus Superman. Dawn I kept thinking of uh, of Justice. I just kept thinking of like Batman Begins and uh, you know Rachel, right. and I'm like, she's not a reporter. Oh, and he didn't try oh, and kill her either. Right, right, right. Okay, one more, and then uh, this the one we give everyone is actually going to be super hard. 
Okay. Uh, girl, this is somewhat relevant. This is an older movie, but uh, it's being remade. Okay. Girl has to pretend she's a man. Little Mermaid. To be taken seriously. And no, Ariel never had to pretend oh. to be a man. <laughs> uh, Shakespeare in love. Girl has to pretend <laughs> a man. She, she's, she's. Girl has to be, pretend to be, be a, a man. man. Be a man to be taken seriously. Donny Osmond sings a song in this movie. <laughs> Donny Osmond. Yeah, he does. He's he's uh, he sings. I don't know if he's the voice, but he sings the song. Also, uh, Eddie Murphy is in this movie. Um, Shrek. Nope. <laughs> Close. He he is a uh, similar sidekicky kind of character. Uh, girl pretends to be a man. Yeah. To try. It's a Disney movie. It's a cartoon Disney movie. Eddie Murphy plays a dragon. I might not have ever seen this. You've never seen Mulan? I've never seen Mulan, no. You don't even know the premise? No. All right. I don't. She right. pretends to be a man? Yeah. See, that was way more fitting for Shakespeare in Love. All right. Well, <laughs> knowing Disney, it's probably the same thing. All right. So what's the really hard one? Okay. Now, I will give you one small hint. This is not a newer movie. Okay. That's the only hint. All right. This is going to the this fans. This is going to everybody. Okay. You can tell me off mic if you know what it is. Okay. American invades foreign land, kills local leader- leadership, struggles to find exit strategy. American invades foreign land, kills local leadership, struggles to find exit strategy. All right. It's a hard one. That is hard. It is. I don't know that it's I would It's almost because, you know, because these are really vague clues. Yeah. It's almost because that clue is longer that it makes it harder. Yeah, like I mean. putting the pieces this, together. It actually totally makes sense, but I think, I don't know if anyone's going to get it. All right. Well, uh, at the Arctic Pod, let us know. Um, yeah. Is that it? I think that's it. Are we done? Yeah. Do we have a closing argument this week? Oh, yeah. Do you that's, have something? That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I might have to might have to cut while I think of a closing argument. Let's see. Subway pole huggers. <laughs> uh, all right, I got one. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Oh, is there music for this? It's got your little thing, That's right? It's time for closing arguments. All right. Every day I ride an elevator. Ooh. And I'm really sick of awkward elevatorness. I do. I, uh, <laughs> I, I get in and press the button when I, even when I see someone coming. Yeah. In my work, that button actually works too. Oh, good. Like it closes a good five seconds faster. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, but that's not the point. Uh-huh. My argument is, just say hello, you know? Yeah. And if someone has headphones in, yeah. don't try and say hello. Yeah. That's my closing. That, that's the argument. Fair enough. Just say hello. How's yeah. your day? Good morning. Let me ask you a question. What's your name? Because uh, this has happened to everybody. You, you have very little time. If it's a fast elevator. Know, some elevators. The, the hotel I was in, man. My elevator's pretty fast. There was... Okay, it, it, the 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 elevator I was in in Tennessee, the hotel, it was four floors. It was the slowest elevator ever. Yeah, this woman gets on. Okay, I don't know if if the ethnicity of this woman really adds character to it. She was large, and uh, she was painted in to a dress. Okay, <laughs> I don't even know if I could call it a dress. Okay, and she wasn't. She she was large in. Her hindquarters. Okay. Exceptionally large. Okay. And uh, she she dropped her room keys. Oh. And. Uh, she couldn't fit. She couldn't. So I got them. I had to get them for she her. She couldn't fit she, bending over? No. Oh, she wow. She could not. She's like, can you get these for me? I'm like, uh, yeah. You know what, though? At least it made a conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than, like, I'm just sick of, like, standing there awkwardly with. Especially coworkers that or not co like colleagues in the same building. Right. Why can't we just say hello? And I'm just as guilty. Oh yeah. But just good I, morning. I don't know. Let me ask you a question. Speaking about awkward. Now this has happened to everybody. 
you're going up or down, it doesn't matter, and uh, you stop, the door's open, okay? Yeah. You think it's the right floor, you get off, and instantly realize no, you've you, gotten off too early. Yeah, you have to own Do it. you no. turn around Absolutely and go not. back in and say, oh, my bad, or do you turn and walk if, uh, on that floor, take a lap around it, and then get back on and go I, up, or take the stairs? <laughs> if I have... if. My midline of my body has crossed the threshold. Uh-huh. I own it. Yeah. My, I meant to do this. I take the stairs. Yeah. If I haven't, if I'm still like, oh, shit, I can back up and make a joke about it. Yeah. You know? But the joke is moot if you're all the way off. People yeah. are just like, the door's like closing, you? like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? My argument is just, just, you, just say something. Do you stick your hand in the elevator to stop the door? Because I never <sighs> do, because it scares me. And it never seems to work for me. It closed on my hand the other day. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So like no, it. and I don't want to piss off the person in there. Like, right. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> I've been waiting here for 10 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Say say hello to people. Well, I, don't, I don't know. Let's come up with something you can say. You have a five-second ride. What could you say? What's up, bro? Happy elevator! <laughs> <laughs> happy elevator! Happy elevator ride! <laughs> Speaking of uh, happy Amazon Prime Day, yeah, happy Amazon. Apparently, it's a holiday now, I so think, happy yeah. Amazon Prime. Just say, uh, how about this? Just say, nice weather we're having. Have a good one. It's hot as, as balls if, outside. The awkwardness. Would How's even your swass? <laughs> even if you just got said sweaty nuts as you were going getting off. You know, are you chafing right now? Yeah, Did I'm you chafing. fart? <laughs> Do you Ch- smell that, dude? Have you seen the poop, uh, the like shooting poop prank video? No. <laughs> it's a long elevator ride. Guy gets on, has a backpack on, and he's pretending like he has to poop. Oh, maybe I have seen. And he that. bends over and shoots it in their face. <laughs> so, is that real? Like this? Re- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, don't forget. And your kids die too. Don't forget that. That's and my take away. Make sure you get the movie clip. Get the movie clip. Remember, it's not a newer movie. In fact, you could say it's quite an old movie. Uh, It's episode 60 of the Artake Podcast. Find us at the Artake Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm Brian. I am Spencer, and we will see you next time.